a table by ourselves. In the basement. <laughs> and even still, I've been out working and shit for like eight months, and I haven't gotten COVID. She goes to a Christmas party and immediately gets it. So who do you think is smarter between the two? Life has always been meaningless. <coughs> you, you, it's a matter of uh, how many sticks you can pick out of the ground and see if you uh, you got currency. And then and then the plot twist is that there is no currency. Well, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Improvatory, the podcast that tells stories through improv. Uh, this is the first episode of the 2021 year, season, whatever, 21, 20... 2021. I don't even know where I was going with that. But anyway. 21. <laughs> uh, but anyway. He blipped. Uh, <laughs> well, without further ado, I'm going to let, I'm gonna let uh, Pete start the story. There's a reason people say 2021 is this a sequel of 2020. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. <laughs> it all started. January 5th, 2021, when Netflix debuted The History of Curse Words with Nicolas Cage. We all I thought it was a nice little dandy show. Very nice and dandy. I never heard but, of it. But is it's it a, a good coincidence show. that on January 6th, 2021, the capital was under siege by a coup? I think not. Because of the pandemic, this, ladies and gentlemen, is the secret of the National Treasure Number 3 that we've never had. National Treasure 3, it turns out it's not that hard. (laughs) (laughs) The sequel. (laughs) It all started in the halls of the Bible. One lone man in a robe was wandering the halls. I feel like this probably had happened too. As he's emerging through the halls, he finds a secret passage because there's a hole in it in the wall. So, essentially, what Pete is getting at is on that fateful day. Right. Obviously, many people did a lot of wrongdoing, and many were found and kicked out of the building and arrested. However, one man since January 6th has been missing, and no one can find him. He was last seen entering the east wing of this faded headquarters building of the citadel of the world. He was caught on camera, slipping through what it, everyone had thought to be a long, closed-off uh, storage facility that had actually not been used in recent years because there was an accident there decades ago, um, which really rendered the room like not, uh, you know, not like functional for an office anymore so it's been used as storage since then but that man entered the room caught on camera doing so and never was seen coming out 
Until three EFI agents were tasked with finding this last intruder. IT department was on the case to try to decipher who it is to advance BFI technology. Yes. And then the head general. <clears throat> Deshaun Watson, the senior BFI agent at hand, what his status was on the progress of the investigation into this unknown criminal's whereabouts. So, we go inside that storage room because obviously- <laughs> The general asked you what your progress is first. <laughs> I told them, I'm telling them the plan, all right? All right, all right. The plan right. is we're gonna go inside there because obviously since he went in and he didn't come out, there has to be another exit or entrance that he was able to get through. So, what we're gonna do is we're going to go inside there and investigate the entire place to then go from there because we have no idea what, what else is going on. So then the general dude or whatever, he's just like, all right, cool, uh, do it. So then us three, we go into that place as they're like cleaning up the mess of the, the whole uh, debacle that, that had started within the, the, the Capitol building. And we go inside the room and we investigate now there's just like a whole bunch of stuff everywhere because you know it's a storage closet you got junk you got uh old papers and files and uh blacklisted uh documents and all this other extra stuff you know just stuff that they couldn't find room for in the actual storage Kept vault <clears throat> so they just crammed it Kept in there like a shield yeah they just there's just a whole bunch of other stuff that they just didn't have space for so they're just like all right we'll just put it here for now and then, so we're looking around. Anthony picks up Cap's shield. Um, I'm looking at the, the the files on the moon landing and all that other extra stuff. And I won't reveal whether it's a conspiracy theory or not. We're just going to let that go to the, uh, the, the population and what they believe on that. And meanwhile, Pete, he's looking around. And he starts hearing like uh, a wind, like... Like, he, he, he feels breaths of air. Like, not like someone breathing, but like, you know, like, it's like an air shaft. Like, there's there's an, an air current going through from somewhere. So, he... A draft. Yeah, as a wind draft. So, he goes to, uh, closer to find out the source, is, source where the, uh, the wind draft is coming from. And while doing so, I'm investigating with Anthony on another part of the room that... We felt like, you know, the guy had probably been going through, see if he had, like, snagged anything. But uh, there was no evidence of anything going on. So until uh, I noticed one file was open that said classified. So I opened it, and inside was documents talking about the third National Treasure movie, the one that we never got. So, uh, apparently, there is a lost copy. So the film, the movie was filmed. But since, you know, the box office and stuff, you know, you know how movies are. If it's not good in the box office, then they, it's a debate on whether it's going to be made or not. So, luckily, though, they filmed it, but they decided not to release it. So it's a lost footage, and there's only one copy of the entire film on a reel. And so, uh, apparently, it's hidden in a, a, a hidden location in America. Yes, there's a schematic. Yes. Uh, yes, so it says that it's hidden in a location in America. And on the flip side of this document, 
is what appears to be treasure location clues. With the first clue showing a schematic of the very room that we are currently in, in the Capitol building. But the schematic looks outdated, as it looks like it was set up the same way that the room was when it was an office prior uh, to the electrical fire that had essentially demolished the room that had to be rebuilt. And in the schematic, um, Anthony and Deshaun are looking at, they see that there is what appears to be like a large ventilation shaft um, for a, a cooling, like air cooling, uh, built right into like the ground on the left corner of the room that wasn't there anymore. So Deshaun and I walk over to this piece of uh, the tile and we kneel down. We see that like the tile is slightly raised above the rest and we could when we bent down to examine it closer we could hear that there was like a humming sound coming from underneath so we start knocking on it and we find that it's hollow so we call peter over um to the same who was you know right basically on the facing the other wall from where he heard like the felt the air draft coming in and we all determined that like this must you know when the room had been rebuilt they must have reworked the air vents so that like you know, it used to be coming out of this this closed up tile, but it's now forcing a draft into the room from the location where Peter was finding. So we agree that we need to find and how to open this hollow tile. But caveat is that this tile looked like it clearly was meant to be open. It's slightly raised up, so it wasn't permanently sealed. So we look around and we collectively decide that some hobo in robes must have figured out how to get in there, so we can too. So I Retain back to the wall, and I try messing around with the bookshelf. <laughs> Deshaun gets really mad at Peter yelling that this ain't no Scooby Doo movie. <laughs> but <laughs> Peter actually turns on the last book on the shelf and it opens up. And the last book was uh, uh, the very first edition of the dictionary. <laughs> it was the first edition of the Webster's Dictionary that turned out to be the trigger to opening the, the floor. So then the floor opens and we, uh, we, we descend down. It's like, a, it's like a little slide at first. Obviously with flashlights and stuff like that, we're going, we're going in prepared. So we go in and we inform the general about what we're about to do and everything like that. And we go down, descending into uh, a makeshift tunnel that was been around since the 1700s. And now, almost immediately upon entering the tunnel, we find, sadly, the the body of the person we were looking for. <laughs> His neck's broken. He got scared and he wasn't too bright and he got in here by accident by falling on the bookshelf but now he can't get out and he got he, hungry so he, he died. His neck broke when he but, fell down. <laughs> now we, that we had found him and closed that case, the general and us, our mission totally changed because now there was an entire chamber that we've discovered built underneath the Capitol building that has been essentially undocumented for who knows how since, long. Since the Constitution. So the general reassigns us to this special mission to delve and cave dive into this tunnel and to see what it holds. As the youngest member of the group, everyone forced me to go forward and ahead. <laughs> and 
Although I try to fight it, I stay fine. And as I go forward, I take a few crawls forward, and then I fall through another shot, which has a skeleton. Oh god. What is all these, this, these skeletons? <laughs> like it's Indiana Jones? It's, it's under the Capitol building. <laughs> well, the first guy wasn't a skeleton. He was freshly dead. Yeah, because he broke his neck. <laughs> you got hungry. You broke his ankle. You got hungry. Another skeleton, but he was actually wearing the same clothes that General Washington would wear. <laughs> so he's from the 1700s. So he's a. He's a yes. <laughs> When was the Capitol building built? Oh, no, it's like definitely in the 1800s. But anyway, this story doesn't even make sense. We're just gonna keep going with it. It and turns then, out he was home, he he was pointing in the direction of where the map. Did we say we found a map earlier or no? Yeah, we did find a map. Yeah, we found. He was pointing. He was he was pointing in the direction of where to go because it was a fork in the road. He died pointing. Fork. Yes. His well, he well, his arm is like he had That's a, what Anthony yells down to Peter as he's describing what he's seeing. Peter's yelling, like, "I found a skeleton. He died where he was pointing to go." Anthony yells back, "What do you mean? He died pointing?" Well, you know, well, you know, his I'm arm is his, all right. Hold up, we're we're coming down, Pete. So Deshaun and Anthony go, and we retrieve a ladder, and we come back. That way, we can safely go down to the second uh, tunnel shaft where Peter fell down to. On his version of the map of the skeleton, he shows the He's got another map? There's, a map. No. <laughs> There's another map? Yeah. But too, this time there's too many he maps. the ways that wouldn't lead to traps. Oh. Well then why did he die? He couldn't find the last trap. Okay, so we can get through most of Okay. All right. So, just you know, we're pretty skeptical if there's any traps down here, because it's a pretty dark tunnel. Uh, it essentially looks like a kind of sewer system. Um, very, very uh, dark. But we bring our advanced technology flashlights, which illuminate as far as the eye can see. And we don't really know if this map is truthful or not. But we decide, like, you know, why risk it? Let's just, you know, go the exact path that he's laid out here on the map. To avoid any potential hazards until you know a bigger team than us come down here and search for them let's just follow this trail that way we could see like what's down here and report back to the general so we you know head all the way down the the sewer system which ends up dividing into like a pretty large system so we have to keep making a left turn a left turn a right turn left until we're pretty deep into this uh underground structure and we come to a large iron door um a double, you know, large iron double door that has a uh, lock mechanism, but there's no key to this lock. It's like a puzzle lock. So this is where the skeleton man's map ended at the iron door. But so when you flip yeah. it over, and even though it, it looks blank on the other side, uh, you, you, if you uh, put a flame right under it, it reveals a se uh, a secret code, a secret codex that will Can help. You tell open me, we door. just put a flame under a hundred year old map. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or or your flashlight, really, <laughs> not right, a flame. Okay. 
Even though in Britain it's called a torch, they call the flashlights torch. torches. So, <laughs> yeah, a torch. And so, so you, the, you know, I'm, I called a flashlight a torch the other week, and everyone made fun of me. They were like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, well, "It's a light." In in Britain, it's actually a flashlight is called a torch. <laughs> I know. So, so uh, under uh, when you put a flashlight under there, under the 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 other side of the map. The, the blank, uh, it reveals a, a hidden codex that is written in invisible ink. And uh, it pretty much, uh, it's written in, um, it's, it's basically written in Old English in a mix of Latin. And uh, none of us know how to really translate it. So we... we... But luckily, uh, we hear, um, you know, the same like humming noise we had heard before. Like that was like an air shaft kind of thing. We hear that turn up even louder, and a mist starts to flood the room um, from like the the floor. So now we need to think fast. Mm. So Sean comes up with a plan, and he's like, "We're not going to make it we're back in time to get out of the system before it's filled with whatever this mist is." So, luckily, I brought my special authorized BFI C4, and I can attach it to this iron door and explode it, but... You're gonna trap it, it. Yeah, if you explode that, it's just gonna make the entire thing collapse in. <laughs> it's just gonna just collapse <laughs> in on you. <laughs> You're gonna kill us all. <laughs> Plus, luckily, Anthony points that out to the charm and plus we don't know if the gas is explosive <laughs> no so i pointed out that. to you <laughs> no no no, no. I, don't, I don't think so so <laughs> anthony comes up with a really really good plan which uh, a is, second really good plan <laughs> <laughs> which is to take another look at the original schematic and on there you know this schematic schematic was actually dated 19 when did the original national treasure come out the original movie came out in like 2004 it was dated <laughs> 2004 signed n dot c so he realized this could only be created by the legendary one and only nicholas cage who luckily because he's a bfi agent for it I quickly go on my phone and BFI Google his Nicholas Cage's what is it, what FaceTime is, number. What does BFI I, even stand I, for? <laughs> I FaceTime Nicholas Cage, who luckily picks up because he knows that I am his BFI agent. <laughs> what does BFI even stand for? <laughs> it is the Borough of Federal Investigation. <laughs> you should know that, that considering you're the highest ranking member. <laughs> <laughs> this is why Anthony had to take over because Deshaun is clearly having a momentary lapse of judgment. So, luckily, Nicholas Cage answers, and I, 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 I'm FaceTiming him. I show him the situation and I ask him what to do, and he uses his extreme knowledge from National Treasure, the movie. He's like, it's to in the... guide us through what we need to do, <laughs> yeah. and he reads the Latin off the door, and we punch in the right inscription, and immediately the mist deactivates, and the door opens. 
He's like, it's, he was like, it's all in the Constitution. <laughs> so I, then I say, thank you, Nicholas Cage. I knew you were always a national treasure. You should have appreciated your movies before. <laughs> and that's why we're looking for the and third movie right now. <laughs> so we head into the, into the chamber as it unlocks. And now we are finally in this spot, in this room, where this saw at... Uh, after National Trevor, Treasure, National Trevor, National Trevor, National Trevor. <laughs> National Trevor. <laughs> that's the treasure. This is what happens. <laughs> it is apparently one of the last ancient artifacts belonging to America. So, so the entire chamber is full of ancient artifacts and stuff like that, and they're they're all artifacts that were lost to time, like the Holy Grail, the Ark of the Covenant, you know, the Ten Commandments, all that other extra stuff. Alien aircrafts that uh, Area 51 lost, uh, ran out of storage. The uh, put in their in their uh, in their in their thing. They put it inside the underneath the Capitol and all that stuff. 9/11 conspiracy videos and all that stuff like that is uh, is um, uh, you know all those recordings and files and all that stuff. They're just stashed in there too. Uh, the, the, the Crusader Knights armors and all that other extra crap and gold and stuff that they stole from throughout history that America is always stealing from other countries. But the one thing that we were there for... Potter's wand. wand. <laughs> <laughs> the Elder Wand. Our shower time machine that was broken. <laughs> <laughs> the gauntlet that held the, the infinity and the year of stones. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is just popping up all in here because the government's the been taking it. The mask killer. <laughs> <laughs> there were several great artifacts in this room. That's the point we are making here. But on a pedestal the one was apparently the one that was most important. The most important thing was the National Treasure 3 that we never got to see in theaters. Fully made, fully edited, all in one reel, and it's the only copy ever to exist. Right there, untouched. Director's edition. Just sitting. Director's edition. Ready to be picked up after all so, this time. As we realize what we are looking at and what this would mean for the world at the beginning of 2021, and how this single artifact could single handedly change the entire outlook of the globe. And we decide what we must do with it. And just when we were about to reach for it, we hear a gun, uh, like a gun cock right behind us. And we turn around, and it's none other than the general. And we're like, whoa, what are you doing, sir? <laughs> and he's like... <laughs> he takes off a mask. And it's Nicholas Cage. <laughs> and he says, you met... You always were the three best BFI agents I've ever known. I've stolen the Declaration of the Independence. I've taken the Constitution. But I had to be you. <laughs> now you can never... I'm sorry to say this, boys. But you can never find out what is on that reel. What is... What was filmed and installed into that reel may never be seen until the world is ready so he points the gun between the three of us unsure of who he wants to shoot first 
Luckily, <laughs> luckily Anthony has a really good plan, which he whispers in Peter's ear. Peter. And I look directly at the sun and give a nod because he also knows the plan. <laughs> and I just look at them cluelessly like, all right, what's the plan? <laughs> 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 and Anthony responds, yes. And we all start running in different directions. <laughs> and then Nicolas Cage starts shooting but, at us, and we're hiding behind the, all, all our artifacts and stuff like that. <laughs> That's right. So so Peter, so we, we're trying to basically trip him up as we're running away from him. Um, you know, finding all, all different, like, items that we can try to use in our survival escape. So Peter... Stumbles over the dickhead killer mask and puts it on and attempts to fright Nicholas Cage away, but it doesn't work, so he takes it off and he throws it at him to trip him, which gain you know, that allows us to get an extra an extra minute or so as we look around to come up with, you know, what item inside of this room can help us defeat the legendary Nicholas Cage. Defeat but not kill, because he is a national treasure after all. And we don't fully understand his motives. So we're looking for something to help him us in capacity. In, in, in the midst of that, also, Pete got shot in the shoulder. <laughs> so so we're, 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 uh, we're, we're, we're scattered around looking through uh, things that we can use. I'm using the, the Crusade shield just to... Uh, to, to protect myself while bullets are getting shot at us. <laughs> and, uh... inside one of the UFOs. And that is the moment when Anthony stumbled across a box labeled Keep Santa Safe. And inside of this box were three little beacons that looked like they could be activated. So, without thinking, I quickly grabbed one and threw it and like a Pokeball, it spawned into a very deformed, <laughs> very very deformed Deshaun three thousand. But obviously, this is a slightly different Deshaun three thousand. Uh, this guy's name is is he, he looks a little different. It's it's, like, it's, it's one third BFI of a agent Deshaun. It's, li it's like legit. It's legit one third of a Deshaun nine thousand. Right. <laughs> it's basically a Pokemon Terminator thing. And this stuff it raises up its wrist gauntlet and shoots out an electrical uh, net and incapacitates Nick General Nicholas Cage. So, with him finally incapacitated, we walk over and we bend down and we see something that, you know, this is where something that General or, uh, you know, Special Agent BFI Leader Deshaun had said earlier about this not being a Scooby-Doo movie. But it just so happened that we saw that this man was wearing a mask. And so, so Peter pulls back his mask and reveals that this was not Nicolas Cage at all. But a much, much greater foe. The mask is a mask. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable. <laughs> Oh no! Okay, so we pull up the mask. We find out it's not Nicholas Cage. It's Joe Exotic. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> it is Joe Exotic who is going to use this film, National Treasure Three, to seek out a pardon from the failed president as his last 
best hope of escaping his life of imprisonment. He had temporarily escaped jail on bail, and he had come up with this elaborate scheme to launch a riot assault on the capital, or if not that, at least to make it, you know, make the best of it, and exonerate himself with a pardon. So, Joe Exotic, of course, with fear in his eyes, screams at us about how we are just like that bitch Carol Baskin. But we put cuffs on him, I FaceTime the real Nicolas Cage, and I let him know that we have recovered the greatest thing of all time. The only thing that could save 2021. So then... Nicolas Cage was on a contract. He wasn't allowed to talk about this movie the whole time. That's why he had to wait for someone to find it. And now that someone found it, he had finally been freed so, from the silence. So then, right when they turn to go look at the, uh, the, the reel of the movie sitting on a pedestal, it turns out it's gone. And also, Deshaun is gone. And then... Right, uh, seconds later, the, after looking around, wondering where Deshaun is, Deshaun appears, and I'm like, where'd you go? Where's the movie? And I was like, oh, I, uh, while you guys were dealing with this right here, I decided to use the gauntlet in our shower time machine, try to figure an angle some way to put it together and make it work, and I hopped in the shower time machine, and then I went several minutes or or so however long this entire sequence had taken all the way back to before this all happened with the reel in hand so i took the reel back in time with me and then i put it in theaters <laughs> set to come out summer 2021 barring covid all right <clears throat> so with that, the BFI agents pack up. Job well done. And um, Joe Exotic heads, heads to jail. Nicholas Cage is revered as a star once again. And the world, for a brief moment, can relax from all of the crazy news that they see on the TV and read on their glass supercomputer pocket phones. And they can sit back and relax and, and watch a film that is it that, that inspired that inspired millions to steal the constitution and the declaration of independence trust me it's not that hard yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard yeah. well <clears throat> there goes that story uh if you haven't already you know you can uh like subscribe or whatever crap whatever you want at this point <laughs> Uh, links in the description, all that stuff, and uh, check out Hoofinanny when you guys have the chance. We where we uh, talk about anything and everything for no goddamn reason, but it is fun. Sometimes I don't even know they're being recorded. <laughs> <laughs>